0: Good afternoon everyone wherever you are thank you for joining us is another wonderful beginning to a good week I believe God and I trust God that this week will be full of blessings and testimonies and increase for each and every one of us okay thank you for joining us please share this video share 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 let people know that it is time to pray Spread the word on Facebook, on YouTube. We're so blessed over the weekend to have Pastor Joyce Mbuana come on board the prayer experience team to lead us in prayer. We thank you, Pastor Joyce, for making yourself available to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Okay, subscribe to Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. We're there. All you need to do, is uh, search for Delitox Media, and then press the subscribe button. The more people subscribe, the more the influence of this prayer ministry grows. Okay, connect with us live. If you're with us real time, leave your comment, leave a prayer request, and leave a praise report. Let's know what God is doing in your life. We wanna hear your stories. And as you do that, the Lord will bless you greatly we also have our prayer experience hotline that is available it's a uk landline you can call that number if you need someone to pray with you or you know somebody who might need to be uh, uh, prayed with and you can give them that number let them call we'll be happy to be a blessing to them okay let's go into thanksgiving right now and the scripture i want us to look at is psalm 31 and verse 19. It says, How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you? It says, You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. The world is watching to see what God is doing in our lives. And God is doing amazing. He said, How great is your goodness? And I want us to begin today with a note of thanksgiving for all that he's doing in our lives. He said, blessing them with protection, blessing us with peace, blessing us with his goodness and his grace and his mercies over our lives, over our spouses, lives, over the lives of our children, our family members, and our loved ones. Can we begin with thanksgiving? And wherever you are, please join me. You may be in your kitchen, in your living room, indoor or outdoor. This is Thanksgiving moment. Let's give thanks to the Lord. Father, we want to thank you. We want to bless you. We give you praise. We honor you for your kindness, for your goodness, because you lavish us with your protection. You lavish us with your shield. You are our shield. You are our fortress. You are our rock you are our uh, provider, you provide, you meet every need. Thank you, Lord, because you're such a good God. Uh, The word says that you pour out your rain upon the wicked and upon the good. You're so good that even your rain, the rain that falls and the sun that shines, shines upon every home, shines upon every family, because For the wicked, you're long-suffering so they can repent. And for the righteous, you just want to bless them. That is who you are, a good God. And we thank you that we are beneficiaries of that goodness in our lives. And today, even within the Prayer Experience community, we want to say thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. We give you praise. We honor you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let's look at the inspired word. I have a word of encouragement for us today, and that is to look at the reason we serve the Lord. Yesterday, one of my very good friends, Pastor Aaron Hornback, was in our local church in Preston, and he brought a word of inspiration and a word of encouragement. And he was talking about why do we come to church? Why do we sing? Why do we pray? Why do we do the things we do as Christians? Sometimes that why may be lost in the busyness of what we do. And sometimes we think we're doing it for ourselves, or we're doing it for a community, or we're doing it for a society, or we think we're doing it for somebody else. And we lose the reason for which we are serving the Lord. And let's look at this scripture in Matthew chapter 21 and verse 12 to 13. The Bible says, Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. Mind you, the fact that they were selling all of these things was instituted in the law of Moses that when people commit a sin, or they do something not right, then they come to the temple and they offer sacrifices of turtle doves, of sheep, and all of those kind of things. And trust mankind. People saw a way to make business and merchandise of something that was designed by God to bring healing and deliverance into lives, into families over time, the purpose for which God instituted these uh, uh, services in the temple was lost. It now became about how can we make more money? How can we uh, uh, reap the people? How can we take advantage of this people religiosity and religiousness? And, And it became about the money and the merchandise and the income and the expenditure and the business And and God was no longer involved in that. They lost the reason for which the temple existed. And Jesus had to come. He chased them all out. And what Jesus said, very significant. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer, but you've turned it into a den of thieves. You know, the temple is a picture of our heart from where we serve the Lord, from where we worship God, from where we sing, from where we pray. You know, we can be doing all of these things that the Bible says to do, but what is our purpose? What is our motive? What is there in the deep recess of our hearts? If Jesus were to visit our heart today, what is he going to be saying about the state of our heart? Let's have a moment of reflection. And I want us to think about why we do what we do. A lot of us will have gone to church yesterday. Why do you go to church? Why do you sing? Why do you pray? Why do you serve? Why are you doing everything that you do? What is the purpose? What's driving you? What is your motive for doing all that you're doing? Is it to please a man? Is it to please your family? Is it to tick the box? Are you doing it out of fear? that if I don't do it, God will be angry with me. What is the motive? What is the purpose? Let us pray. Father God, here we are again, even on the prayer experience. Lord, we want to search our hearts. We want to present our hearts before you on this platform, that the reason why we are doing this prayer every day Uh, 1 p.m. weekdays, 6 p.m. weekends, while we're doing it, week in, week out, day in, day out. It's not for vainglory. It's not for self. It's not to achieve any underlining purpose. It's not for merchandise. But it is for your glory. It is to see men and women set free. It is to see your glory fall upon homes and family. It is to bring your purposes to come to pass. Upon planet earth. That Lord you will search our heart. If there be anything untoward within us. If there be anything that is not right within us. That you will flush it out by by your precious blood. That you will cleanse us. That you will walk within us. And you will make us right in your very presence. Thank you Father. In Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen and Amen. I want us to continue to pray as we pray for the church, fruits of righteousness, so important, so, so important. Philippians chapter 1 verse 11, it said, May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ for, the, uh, 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 for his will. For, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. Let's hang on a minute as we pray for the church. You know, he talked about the fruit. You know, fruit is the end product of something. Continuing from where we were praying, I remember Saturday night I was speaking with two of our, our men in our local church and I was saying that all that God is concerned about in all that we do is what is the fruit of what we do. If it's not producing righteousness, if it's not bringing people to the Lord, if people are not looking at us and seeing Jesus reflected in our lives and is convicting people of sin and and of righteousness and of judgment, bringing them to salvation, then we need to check what we are doing. I want us to pray that the church will fulfill the purpose of God, which is that we produce fruits of righteousness, displaying godly character, that brings glory to God, that makes people want to come to Jesus. doesn't drive people away from the Lord, but attracts people to the Lord. Can we pray that for the body of Christ worldwide? Pray for the church in the United Kingdom. Pray for the church in Africa, the church in Asia, the church in the Middle East. Pray for the church in America. Pray for the church in Canada. Pray for your local church. Pray for believers worldwide. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to pray for the church that we will produce fruits of righteousness. Our programs, our events, our services, our agendas, and the things we do, our projects, you know, all of the things that we put together, our busyness, you know, uh, uh, morning, afternoon, and night, that God, we will begin to see fruits of righteousness displaying that godly character that brings glory to god that is a reflective of the goodness of god the same mercy that we have received will be gracious enough to give other people that mercy to share that mercy with other people that the way we've been forgiven we will be willing to forgive others as well the way god has loved us that we'll be willing to love others as well, that we will accept uh, uh, people even in their weaknesses, and we'll be there to support, to stand with, showing godly character. That like Jesus Christ says, "The Son of Man came to seek and save the lost." That that will also be our mission. That will be our agenda. That whether it's on a Sunday or on a Friday, on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday. And whatever we do, we pray that the church will not be about ourselves and our pet projects. It will be about you and your purposes for mankind to see more and more people saved, more and more people come into the kingdom. Help us, Lord, in this time and in this season. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I want us to pray for the nations of the world. You know, when we talk about the nations of the world, it starts from our doorstep. I want us to pray for people who don't know the Lord yet, that they will come to repentance and salvation. People in our homes, people in our families, people who are not yet saved. You know, I was speaking to someone today and I said, listen, the most important thing is what happens when we close our eyes in death, what eternity awaits us. You know, he's appointed unto my ones to die after that judgment. You know, to die without Christ is, a, is an eternity of damnation. But when we die with Christ, it's an eternity with Christ and with God and with God's people. Look at this scripture. This is God reaching out to the unsaved world in Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 7. It said, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I wish we we're all like this. I wish we all share God's nature where we abundantly we're willing to see people come to salvation. I want us to pray pray for your spouse, pray for your uh, family members, pray for parents. Pray for friends, pray for people in your in your in your neighborhood, pray for people who live on your streets, who are not yet saved. They don't know Jesus yet. Father God, you did not send Jesus into the world to condemn the world. You sent Jesus into the world that through him the world might be saved. And we pray, Father, that you will touch the hearts of men and women across our world today. The most important thing in our world is not abundance of bread or fish, is that men and women come to know Jesus. Because everything and anything we own in this world, we'll leave it behind. And what we take with us is the state of our heart. wanna pray that people in Iran, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in Japan, in China, in Germany, across the African nations, men and women, rich and poor, old and young. And Lord, as the gospel is being preached on radio, on internet, on the streets, evangelists preaching, you know, people everywhere speaking the word of God, that the hearts will not be hardened. We pray especially for our own family members, people who are so close to us, that we preach and preach and preach, and they're not hearing, that they will not harden their hearts any longer, that you will soften their heart, you will touch their heart to receive the message of the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. We even pray for people in our local churches. There are people who attend church fervently, weekly, week in, week out. They are there in church, but they are not yet saved. They are still asking the questions. They are still vacillating between two decisions, They are still dithering that, Lord, they will make a choice for Jesus. Even as Moses said, as set before you today, life and death. But choose life that you may live. We pray that people in the United Kingdom, in Manchester, in Preston, in Burnley, in Blackpool, in West Hutton, in Wigan, across all of the Northeast, Northwest, South, all over the United Kingdom, Lord, we pray you begin to touch by the power of your Spirit, the hearts of men, begin to stir their hearts towards repentance and salvation. We pray for men and women across Elsmere Port, across the Liverpool area, across Norwich, across Southampton, across Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, Republic of Ireland. We pray for all of the British Isles. Lord, we want to see a move of God. We want to see a move of your spirit. We want to see conviction of hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit, the revival, the awakening, the staring of men and women to begin to seek God, to begin to long after God and to receive the gospel of salvation. Let this begin to happen in the mighty name of Jesus We pray. Amen. Amen. Two quick prayer points before we go this afternoon. I want us to pray for Iran and the Middle East and pray for those countries that spiritually are in darkness. They don't have the opportunities that we have in the Western world, that the gospel is freely being preached. In some of these countries, the gospel is not freely being preached. There's the spiritual darkness over the land churches can't even open. You can't come on air like we're doing now and we're leading prayer. What a blessing it is that we can do this without the fear of some government police knocking on our doors for praying in the name of Jesus publicly. We need to appreciate these things and we need to reflect on those countries where it's not possible to do this, especially in the Middle East. I want us to pray for Iran, and pray for Afghanistan, pray for Iraq, pray for countries like Yemen, pray for countries like Kuwait, and pray for all of those nations. Look at this scripture. It says, the scripture says, God commanded light to shine in the dark. He says, now God is shining in our hearts to let you know His glory is seen in Jesus Christ. Can we pray that this light of God that has shone in our hearts will shine all over the Middle East, in the mighty name of Jesus. People who persecute other Christians, people who kill Christians because of their faith, people who stop Christians from accessing hospitals and and education. In these countries, these are the things that happen. Father, we pray, let your light shine all over the Middle East. We break the barriers of darkness. We break down all the pillars of darkness. We break down the hearts of men that are filled with darkness. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that follows after me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. We pray that the light of Jesus will radiate and shine into homes, into families, into neighborhoods. You can break down these channels of darkness. You can invade their spaces. Lord, you can do it. The same way your light shone upon Saul on his way to Damascus going to kill Christians. The light came from heaven, shone upon his life, and he was transformed. That you will do the same. We'll begin to hear reports, miracle testimonies in Iran, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, Lord, across the Middle East, in the mighty name of Jesus. All over the Palestinian region, we pray for your hand. The North African countries like Tunisia, Libya, Egypt, morocco lord invade the darkness across these places and let your light shine we pray that and we believe you lord for the move of your spirit according to joel chapter 2 verse 28 let it happen in jesus name we pray amen and amen we cannot go without praying for healing a couple of people within the prayer experience community who need the healing touch of god Please, please, please put down your prayer request on the comment section. If you did that yesterday, do it again today. Don't get tired of doing it because there are people on the platform right now who are praying and we continue to pray even after this broadcast is over. We continue to pray for every one of you. Look at this scripture in Matthew chapter seven and verse 11, it says, so if you, despite being evil, Know how to give good gifts to your children. Wow, I like that. He said, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? You know, healing is a good thing. You know, health is a good thing. He said, God wants to give us good things. God wants to give us healing. Healing from that pain, healing from that infirmity, healing from that sickness in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, for Marian and Roy, we pray your hand over their lives in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will bring them into that land of health and healing. For Mom Anne, we pray that your hand will be upon her in the mighty name of Jesus. Bring her out of that situation and circumstance. We command that the pain will cease in the mighty name of Jesus. For everyone that is, uh, uh, the prayer points have been placed online right now. And as we release our faith, you said, where two or three are gathered together, in your name, there you are in the midst of them. We know that if we never give up and keep trusting you, you will come true for us. That at the end of our faith is the testimony of healing and health because you're a faithful God. Thank you because you took our infirmities and you bore our sicknesses. And by your stripes, we are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we believe that we receive on behalf of every man, on behalf of every woman, every child, old and young, that has been lifted to you in prayer. We receive healing. We receive health. We rebuke the spirit of infirmity. We rebuke the spirit of sickness. We command your hold broken. We command that God's people will walk free out of that situation of pain and bed of affliction in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Let's thank God. Let's believe in faith that we receive today. Father, we want to thank you for hearing our prayers. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for healing the sick. And thank you, Lord, for raising men and women from the place of affliction and giving us a song of testimony and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you again this afternoon, wonderful Monday afternoon in the United Kingdom for joining us to pray. We pray God's blessing upon your home and family in Jesus' name. Please don't forget to subscribe to our free audio podcast. It's available on iOS and on Android just type Daily Talks Media or the prayer experience and you will see us there. You can listen there, almost a thousand episodes of prayer. You can pray and pray and pray until you see the hand of God upon your life. We're gonna be back tomorrow. It's a Tuesday and it's 1 p.m. in the United Kingdom and God bless you as you join us again to pray. Bye-bye.
1: The Lord, I. Am. Let's